Welcome to episode 11 of the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers Podcast. Stay tuned for our interview with J.J. Martin, Supply Chain Management Instructor and DECA Advisor at Ohio High Point Career Center and Triad High School in Lewisburg, Ohio. Stay tuned for the interview. Virtual business simulations are the leading cloud-based educational simulations for teaching business, personal finance, and marketing at the high school level. There are currently eight different virtual business simulations available. Retail, hotel, restaurant, management, personal finance, accounting, sports and entertainment marketing, and fashion. Virtual business simulations are used in one-third of the high schools in the U.S. You can learn more about virtual business simulations at www.knowledgematters.com. Welcome back to the High School Business and Personal Finance Teachers podcast sponsored by Knowledge Matters. This is the podcast where we talk to high school business, personal finance, and marketing teachers about their teaching careers and tips and tricks they have for teaching business and personal finance to high school students. I want to welcome J.J. Martin, Supply Chain Management Instructor and DECA Advisor at the Ohio High Point Career Center in Lewisburg, Ohio. JJ, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thanks for having me, Jeff. Great. Well, can you tell us how did you first get into teaching high school? Oh, that's actually kind of a crazy story here. Um, I spent I spent approximately oh fifteen years working in industry, and then I actually took a job working for the career center. It was kind of a part time job. I always kind of grew up wanting to be a teacher at some point in life, but uh, decided to end up going the business route there and uh, taught classes for adult workforce education through the Career Center for a uh, period of time. A part-time job turned into a full-time opportunity in which I made that transition. Oh, that was what, uh, 2012 when I made the uh, full-time transition from industry over to education. I worked in adult ed for a few years and then was given the opportunity to move to the high school ranks. So, um, and it was in supply chain management, uh, business marketing, uh, those subjects there, which was where I came from from industry. My most of my career was spent, whether it being in sales or in um, warehouse operations management. Got it. And so, what classes do you currently teach? Uh, currently, I teach. Uh, well, this year I've, I have four classes. I teach a business foundations course. I teach an entrepreneurship course. Uh, I teach a digital marketing course, and then an operations management course. Um, that's this being an even year, an even graduation year. On odd on odd graduation years, I teach the same the the foundations course. I teach the entrepreneurship course, but then I also have a professional sales course that we teach and um, a supply chain management uh, course that we teach. Gotcha. And so how is your curriculum structured? Do you, for, for most of your classes, do you use a textbook 
do you do group projects? Is it um, um, is it projects and, and readings that you you know have put together over the years? How does that work? Well, a little, I guess a, a combination of all of the above. Um, I a lot of my a lot of my uh, a lot of my coursework is all project based uh, learning um, with uh, college credit plus different colleges now. Uh, they do require you to use whether their textbook, maybe even their uh, their syllabus and, and that nature too. So, so you know, varying from course to course, uh, different things. They're obviously following the standards that are that are set forth by the state of Ohio. In my case here, that says these are the things that that the uh, students need to understand and and be competent in at the completion of the course. So, a lot of project based. Um, I do not use textbooks. Um, I for one, I'm not a, I guess, a great big fan of textbooks unless I'm mandated to use that through one of the college courses. Sure. But uh, for the most part, but for the most part, we use, uh, you know, it's a lot of uh, up-to-date information. I, I spend a lot of time on prep work, uh, you know, validating sources and trying to synthesize that information to get it to the to the level that the that the average high school student could can be able to process it, but then be able to expand on it as well. Sure. And and what's the understanding of business that most of your students have when they come in? Um, do they have a sense or is it really all a, a learning experience for them about it, business concepts? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a lot of learning experience from day one. You know, my first, my first year course that comes in because it's set up in a pathway, you know, we're ideally uh, year one, the student comes in and takes the the, the business foundations course, which is kind of like an intro to business course. And then the entrepreneurship course, uh, obviously, kind of self-explanatory with that. There we explore all the different opportunities within entrepreneurship. Uh, I do a project based where they actually are creating their own fictitious um, business where actually I always say fictitious, but uh, through so far through the through the few years now that I've been in high school, I've actually had a couple students that have taken their project on to whether it be through DECA challenges or I've got two students right now that they are, you know, they're graduated and they're actually still working on this business plan where they've, I got one gentleman that's actually got a uh, little side, it's a side business that he's doing and he does his normal nine to five, but then his uh, entrepreneurship project has become, has become kind of like a side, a side thing for him. So um, that's where, that's what kind of what, what we've had within some of our explanations there, um, with, as far as the kids to go, I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of starting from ground level sure. with them. And that's where I really love like that personal finance simulation because there's so many parallels between business and the personal finance. Sure. sure. And, um, that it seems like to me that the kids can really relate more to the personal finance side of it there. And then we can use that as the foundation to build on to the, um, onto the business knowledge. Great. And given your experience at this point, do you have any tips or tricks that come to mind for um, teaching business and supply chain management to high school students? Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> every, every day sometimes a, uh, sometimes a challenge in itself. Um, really, I, I guess not so much from the business side of it there, but, um, you know, it took me a couple years to kind of figure this out, but 
a lot of times when you're teaching elective courses, um, you have to realize that the kids are there because they want to be in your class. Not so much maybe that they want to learn about business, but they, they're there because they want to be in your course. And, um, you know, keeping the, the atmosphere of the classroom uh, in, a, in a manner that's conducive for learning, but also that's for information sharing and kind of keeping it somewhat light and fun and, you know, making the kids want to come into your course. And, you know, and as long as they're there every day, they're bound to pick up something that they can move forward with. Sure. So at your school, do you have to market your own classes to students to encourage enrollment? Yes. Yes, we do. Um, that has been, that's been something that I've had to work on now for the last couple of years. Um, we've actually, it's really, uh, really interesting this year. I have, I have right at about a third of the entire school population that comes into my door uh, every day. Uh, we have the, the, the school district that I work for um, I work for Ohio High Point Career Center, but I'm in a satellite program at uh, Triad High School, and Triad's a, a small rural uh, school district, and that's where that's where you know you kind of have to market a little bit of your own stuff. But um, you know, I think the graduating class last year was 73, 74, something of that nature there. So it's a very small school district. And, you know, to have, you know, to have a hundred, hundred plus kids coming in your door every day is uh, quite the accomplishment, I guess, you know, especially with having an elective course. And, and the other thing that you kind of have to figure in too with graduation requirements, that the kids have to have so many other courses, you know, to, to fulfill their obligation for, for graduation requirements. So business, unfortunately, is not really one of those. So uh, getting them to come in. And, you know, we give them the opportunity, especially in your know, deck is a big draw too, where, you know, we've had some success with our DECA competitions and uh, giving the kids an opportunity, another opportunity to be involved and engaged in extracurricular activities. And especially those that, <clears throat> you know, may not be uh, uh, particularly skilled with whether it's a stick or a ball or they can, they, they have the ability to run fast. This gives them another opportunity to go out there and, and compete and be involved. Great. And do you remember how you first learned about virtual business simulations? I, I received an email. Um, this is actually kind of a, a funny thing. I re received an email. Uh, it was my first year as a DECA advisor about the virtual business challenge. And um, a first-year DECA advisor starting a brand-new DECA chapter, um, you're kind of overwhelmed with everything. So it was just another one of those emails that I thought, well – just some other company trying to get me to do something else here type of thing. And I kind of ignored it. Well, the second year when it popped up, I, uh, I obviously felt a little more comfortable as a deck advisor and was looking into it and said, well, you know, we'll try this out. And seeing the passion that the kids had, uh, the kids got really energized about this online competition. And, um, and after that, it became a staple, whether it was round one, round two, Whatever, I mean, we got kids that were marking their calendars. As soon as round one was over, they were marking their calendars for round two, getting ready. I mean, it just gave a different energy uh, to the to the students. And um, then I actually was able to, uh, uh, this past year, we were able to purchase the, the district license for the software package. And 
Um, that's been that's just been a godsend as well for different different courses that I teach. You you mentioned earlier about the personal finance. Can you talk about how you integrate some of the simulations and in, into your curriculum? Well, one of the things that I've noticed, especially teaching business and having kind of gone a little bit backwards, you know, having started working with adults and then working now with high school kids, was that you know the the real level ex- or the real life experience that they just they, they just haven't had the opportunity of yet. So I guess I considered the virtual business to almost be like my laboratory. So in science, you know, we would we would uh, you know learn something from the textbook, and then we would go over to the lab, and then we would you know, dump things into beakers and you know heat it up and you know see what it do. And the virtual business gave us that that lab experience to where we could talk about things such as. Uh, let's say buying a car and then we could go to that actual lesson within the virtual business, personal finance, and we could actually then now start to apply those lessons that we learned, whether, you know, and start understanding the terminologies between, you know, purchasing and leasing and understanding how, you know, how the interest was, uh, the interest was factored in there and how credit rating impacted different things within your, uh, within the purchase of your car and, you know, how down payment and, you know, and all those things there. And we could actually put something to it to where these kids now could actually see how all this stuff impacted them in the purchase of a car. And, you know, just using that one, that one lesson, but we, uh, you know, we use the whole, use the whole thing, but how you can take that one little piece from your, from your state requirements and you can, Add these one these specific pieces in there to just help validate and give the kids an applied lesson. Great. Well, that's all the questions I had. I wondered if you have any final words of wisdom that you would have for other high school business teachers or personal finance teachers who might be listening, given um, your day to day experiences teaching every day. Oh. My goodness. I wish I, I wish I had a, if, I guess if I had all that stuff there, I'd write a book and we would be talking about how you could go purchase my book. Uh, <laughs> we have, uh, I, I guess my, my main thing I have and when I, when I talk to new teachers and all is just, you know, try not to get too frustrated about things. And especially the first few years can sometimes just be borderline overwhelming uh, between, you know, the paperwork that you're doing and especially, you know, um, if you're your DECA, BPA, uh, FBLA, whatever, whatever CTSO that you're, that you're maybe organized with and all the hours that that takes as well. Um, and the work with the kids and all, but, um, just don't get too frustrated right off the bat. Um, you know, just try to maintain, maintain a level of happiness and never forget exactly who you are. And if you can't be happy with yourself that, you know, it, the kids, the kids feed off of that. And as much as we may not want to think about it, how charismatic we really are when we're standing in front of the classroom and the kids can feed off of our energies. Great. Well, that's good advice. Again, we've been speaking with JJ Martin, supply chain management instructor and DECA advisor at Ohio High Point Career Center and Triad High School in Lewisburg, Ohio. JJ, thanks for doing this interview. Hey, thank you, Jeff.